Welcome back. Hour number three of the Bill Michael Show. We continue on this portion of the program, by the way, brought to you by our friends at the Bay Motel Green Bay. Bay Motel Green Bay, taking care of Mike Clemens, big sponsor of his reports. We're going to hear from Mike probably a little bit later on today. Matt LaFleur, about 45 minutes away from speaking. We're going to hear from Matt, and then we'll get some of the breakdown from Mike coming up a little bit later on. So uh, that is in the offing, and it's brought to you by the Bay Motel Green Bay. Go to baymotelgreenbay.com. That is baymotelgreenbay.com, and make your reservations today. So uh, as I had mentioned, Matt LaFleur, most likely about uh, 45 minutes from now, something like that, we should hear from him. So we'll, uh, we'll touch base back. Um, our buddy Dwayne says, okay, Packer Brass, let's say, let's say that you're uh, standing on the edge of a, uh, a moat full of alligators that are hungry and nobody has ever made the jump from one side to the other without falling in and getting torn to little bitty pieces. Using that analogy, why in the Sam hell do you think you can win a Super Bowl paying one player in Aaron Rodgers that amount of money, that high a percentage of a team's total salary, it has never been done. 100% agree. 100% agree. Never been done. Maybe the alligators aren't that dangerous. Maybe. Maybe, but it's never been done. I, I get the analogy. It's it, it's just throwing money at something to throw money at something. Uh, that's our buddy Steve says, Good day, Bill. What a great win by Bucky last night and a fan-damn-tastic call by Matt LaPay. You know what? Let, let, put me in a good mood, Ben. Let me finish reading this, and then I want to hear the Matt LaPay call again, okay? So let me finish reading yep. this, and then I want to hear it again. Great defense and offense rebounding. Uh, it was, in my mind, the key to the win. Their resilience and experience in these tight games this year will be uh, to their benefit when they head into the big dance. The only thing that concerns me with this team is that they can go cold for streaks for four to five minutes uh, at a crack, which has been their downfall in the past few seasons. If they can avoid the cold spells, they can go deep into the tournament. As far as Major League Baseball is concerned, I agree that Rob Manfred is the biggest asshat and is going to ruin the season if he's not careful. Also, the players need to adjust as well, uh, which means that uh, there is a negotiation between two sides. Negotiation being all capitals, by the way. For Pete's sake, both sides need to negotiate. Both sides are greedy, money-grubbing, selfish douchebags. There you have, that's a strong statement right there. They need to realize that uh, real people that pay their salaries are the fans by attending the games and buying the merchandise and such. Both sides need to remember that. If the lockout isn't resolved soon, it's going to make the summer nights listening to Bob Euchre on the deck a thing of the past. See, that's what everybody's waiting for. That's what they're waiting for. Right? <laughs> Thank you, Rob really Manfred. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I don't give a damn. How you doing? <laughs> that's our buddy Stephen Richfield. Let me give you some joy. Matt LePay last night on the call as the Badgers got the win. The one and one. In and out. No good. Eating the rebound. 13 seconds left. Here comes Jaden Ivey racing up the floor for three in the tie. It's good. And we're tied with 8.9 to play. Here comes Chucky. A chance for the title. Six seconds left. Hepburn left side with three, with two. Hepburn down. Off the glass. Off the glass. With 1.2 to play. And the Badgers take the lead at the call center. That is fantastic. 
Part of me keeps waiting to hear him say, do you believe in miracles? Yes. Right? I know. I know. But that's a, that's just a great call. The energy, the atmosphere. Matt LaPay is so good. He is just so good. Hands down. Hands down. Uh, 877-867-1670. Oh, Ben, by the way, Uh-oh. my TikTok community is growing. Oh, yeah. Just an FYI. So I should re-download the app. Uh, I have no idea what it's gone up to, but I just got a notification in my email. It says, Bill, you've got three new notifications. Your TikTok audience is growing. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, I got to admit, I uh, have gone to TikTok a little bit more as of late. Um, I am finding it. It's either completely horrific accidents that make you laugh out loud when you shouldn't, or it is... I don't know where every girl in America decided to show TNA and bounce it and jiggle it and wiggle it all over the place. And now, if you paid attention to TikTok, it is these divorced 30 and 40-somethings that are saying, how hot do you think I am? Would you date me? To all the 20-year-olds that are out there i I, that's it that's tiktok yeah very there's not much more to it it is a very you know i saw a kid uh uh somebody had a tiktok up uh, a kid in a golf cart and i don't know if the golf cart just got locked in the on position or what but it went flying and he went ramping out of the thing and the thing rolled over him and everybody's cracking up and i had to admit i laughed my ass off (laughs) And then it's people falling down on the ice, and uh, it's it's one kid trying to do some stretches in the gym, and the the stretch you know band snaps back and, and hits him right in the crotch, and down he goes, and and I'm laughing like crazy. And then the very next one is like three girls, all maybe at the age of 22. I don't even know where girls developed like that at the age of 22, because I know they weren't like that when I was growing up. But all of them very well endowed, jumping around with some. Uh, bed sheet in front of them to some music and then at the very end the bed sheet the, the music goes bang and the bed sheet falls and they're in schoolgirl outfits or witches outfits or spider woman outfits and all huge hanging out everywhere that's tiktok that's it there, there's not a whole lot of in between every now and then you're going to find a, a tiktok video of something being made like a giant earth mover pushing over mud over a dam or somebody's building some kind of a, a pressed boat and, you know, they shoot fiberglass into it and there's the boat bottom or something. But beyond that, it is funny videos and boobs. That's it. Not a whole lot in between. That's TikTok, which is the reason I kind of don't fit there. Nobody wants to see this doing a TikTok. That's just my thought. Unless I do one of these stupid funny videos, like there he is dancing on the ice at an Admirals game doing a TikTok move, and falls down, and as he does it, the hockey stick accidentally goes up his butt. That's the way TikTok would then recognize me and think, okay, this guy's pretty cool to have on TikTok. Other than that, I can't see anything else happening. Just an FYI. (laughs) Ah, what else do we have? Uh, Yes, uh, by our buddy Brett says, Chucky Hepburn reminds me of Trayvon Hughes. Um... This one is from uh, Chris, who says, I hope Jawan Howard was able to watch the uh, great Badger game last night. 
Eric Hauser says uh, uh, that the uh, algorithm is based upon what you view. First of all, I don't like anything, so I don't touch anything when it comes to likes or not not likes. I use TikTok other than some of the things that people have sent me. I have, I've never used TikTok before. I, I opened it up, I don't know, like two or three years ago, and that was it. That was it. I get Every now and then I get some golf stuff. I will say that. I get some golf stuff. Golf swings, trick shots, all that kind of stuff. But mine, for the most part. Mine was all golf, but you know that all the things you see, it's because you end up showing interest in them, and it's a never-ending cycle. But see, I don't, I don't, how do you then get away from that? Because I, all I do is just scroll. I don't, it just comes up. I don't like anything. I, it's how much time you spend viewing each topic. It's kind of insane. So to get away from it, you have to go seek out. Like the girl, like the girl stuff, I just flip through. That's it. The, the funny stuff, I wait for it to happen. The like the golf shots, uh, a couple of the sports shots, like the buzzer beaters. They had like a bunch of buzzer beaters and stuff. I did see that, but for the most part, it's like that's it. And I haven't used TikTok. That's what I'm saying. You can say that and go, ha ha ha, ha Eric, but you're full of crap because I haven't used it up until you said something to me about it, Ben. Right before we left for L.A., I had never used it. So unless it's my buddy who sends me something. Or somebody sends me a funny video or something, I don't, I don't use it. I don't get anything on it. So I, how can they have an algorithm on me when I, I've never used it? Part of me thinks and scarily believes that it has to do with what you do on other websites and other apps. And they just find a way to know. Because it's all connected uh, these days. Well, I don't do knows. that either. So I've yeah. kind of reached the point where I'm fine if you know another country has all my information. Now, I mean, I've got some friends, kids who do TikTok stuff, but they do dances. You know what I mean? They do dances and stuff. And I've seen some of that over the last, I don't know, week or so. But they're local, you know, kids that, you know, that's all they do. I'm friends with their parents and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. But that's pretty much it. That's that's TikTok in in, in general. I always wonder, and, and this is the other thing. How many times have you talked about something and it pops up on your phone? It happens with pizza oftentimes. I get it with food. I get it with restaurants. I get it with shopping. Like if I say, man, I'm, I'm going to look for this or I'm going to look for that, next thing you know, it pops up on my phone. Well, do you have an Alexa or whatever those are called these days? Yeah. That's definitely it. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, I've got three of those in my house. Oh, yeah. They're always listening. Hmm. Uh, Steve says, I hear you. I have the same problem on Instagram. I signed uh, up to follow the Packers and, and never realized that they had so many hot young girls, scantily clad, and I don't look at any of the other sites uh, simply for Packers news. I, it, You know, again, I follow mainly, like, celebrities, um, players, you know, and other news sites, but that stuff pops up there too. Uh, you know, what's funny is I get it on, on, this, inst- on this feed. I'll have to go through. Um, I'll have to go through the feed every now and then. And people have seen this that have popped up on the Bud Light live stream, where we will get a host of porn sites that begin to post on the Bud Light live stream. Have you ever seen that, Ben? Have yes, you ever seen it happen? All the time. And I'm I'm constantly going through. I get a notification whenever a a, a, a spam site or a an adult site pops up. It notifies me over on YouTube. It'll pop up on my screen here on the computer, and I got to go through and individually just delete them. And re- you click report, 
and delete them and report them. And, you know, for a while they'll go away, but then they'll come back. And, I mean, when they come back, they come back in a fury. And a lot of them will have, like, Russian writing and stuff. I will say this, since the uh, war in the Ukraine, unfortunately, started, I haven't received hardly any. Oh, well, hardly any. They don't allow people in Russia to access the site anymore. Right. They've cut everything out. Which is an all-time move. Yeah. So it's, it's been really interesting because if, for those that watch in the Bud Light live stream and follow the thread, none of that's been popping up. A couple of days ago, there was one, I think it was like uh, Monday, there was one that popped up like five in a row, bang, 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 and it was all adult sites. And I got, I just, you know, you, you click them and you block them, and you're, you move on. But they all keep changing names and they have different algorithms that changes um, well, anyway, I'm getting too technical, but but I have to do this every day almost to get rid of a lot of these sites and a lot of these links. Maybe it all comes, uh, maybe it all comes back to Clemens talking about the Mrs. Claus videos. I think it's Clemens. I really do. I Is think it's thing, Clemens. What, we spent six, seven minutes on that. I think that's enough for Alexa to hear. I think at some point it got a hold of Mike Clemens in his underwear in the uh, CPAP machine looking like a naked stump of level is. And his now started to send me some freaky stuff. I think that's what it is. We'll go with that. It's all Mike Clemens. Stay tuned. We got, and we'll have Mike coming up here a little bit later on the program as well. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Bill Michael Show, we continue on. Hey, don't forget our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. They have, um, they got great deals all the time. All, pretty much all the time. They have something going on uh, over there. And uh, now they've got their newest, their latest and greatest, if you will, which is now out. And uh, if you go to Pella Windows and Doors, you can get a free, yes, free in-home consultation, first and foremost, which is, the big deal, a free in-home consultation. But um, when it comes to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they have got numerous different lines, numerous different lines of windows, budget-friendly windows, vinyl windows, two energy-efficient types of vinyl, better than the vinyl that's out there from some of the competitors. Pella's, in, uh, they have the exclusive Impervia, which is the fiberglass line, and that's the strongest material for windows, period. And then there's three lines of the biggest, best, and brightest, the luxurious wood windows. Traditional to contemporary, six different lines to suit your taste and your budget. And speaking of choices right now, you can choose 18 months, no payments, and no interest, or $300 off each window. How about $700 off a Pella, uh, a Pella entry door system, or a 1000 bucks off a Pella patio door? Whatever you choose, just book it and get your choice in by March 31st, whichever direction you want to go. Set up your free consultation right now. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Again, PellaWI.com. Check out our friends from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI, 855-P-E-L-L-A, 855-PELLA-WI. Uh, my buddy John says, hey, your phone is listening. Even if you turn the screen off, it will still listen to you. Going back to our conversation from before. 
So there you go. I didn't know that. Somebody's always listening. Not that you can shut your phone off. You know what I mean? Can't do it. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, do it. Hit us up over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. By the way, um, uh, this is our buddy Wisconsin Cheese Curd said, so I bought a bunch of shop vacs, and I got some plumbing equipment at Menards. I got my 11% rebate. I was going to start an Aaron Rodgers colon cleansing business, but if he doesn't come back, uh, I'm going to lose money. Send some help. <laughs> Just see how he responds to the load. Oh, boy. There you go. I don't know what to tell you on that one. I don't know what to tell you on that one. You're kind of left in the uh, left on your own. You're on your own island right there. If that's the business you wanted to go in, with shop vacs, a little bit of liquid plumber, maybe a maybe a drain snake, and you're going to open up a colonoscopy clinic doing that. Uh, you're kind of on your own. Your business. Who was your business plan backed by? That's what I want to know. Uh, Brian says, from Roger's perspective, with gas left in the left in the tank, leave and get paid with lesser team slash time and talent to get it done. That's a lot of quote Zen to count on. I, like I said, he's going to come back. We're just waiting to find out for how much money and what's going to be left over to spend on everybody else. And you would assume it's going to be sooner rather than later. But we know at least the report was, and I don't know if this has ever been actually stated out loud, but it wasn't there the thought that if and when Rodgers makes his decision, Ben, he would make that announcement on the Pat McAfee show? Didn't he say that? It was definitely said during one of his appearances. I don't know if it was tongue-in-cheek. Well, that's just it, because if he has to wait until next Tuesday now to make an appearance to Sam coming back, now that's, I mean, he could call him up tomorrow and say, hey, I'm going to come on the po- for the program. Or I'm going to come on on Friday. Maybe well, he does that. He did that during the whole COVID stuff, remember? You're right, right? He would just pop on. So maybe that's what happens. But I can't imagine him waiting until his regularly scheduled program on Tuesday. Because even though technically that is prior to the deadline, that, man, that, that really pushes everything up against the clock. You're, you're not you, – that means – you're doing it for selfish. You're doing it for your buddy Pat McAfee and holding other people's career and money and contracts in, in the balance. I, I mean, that's the only reason you're doing it. You're not holding off because Tuesday is the only day you can talk. So if he would do that, but know that he's coming back and have a deal in place and all that kind of stuff, okay, what it is. Here's the other question I have. And back, um, what day was it? It was, uh, what was it, five days ago. It was when I put this up. It was on Friday. And I had the, uh, the whole post about Pat McAfee saying that he got the categorically false from Rodgers. And everybody, I mean, that, that was one of the biggest. That and the uh, Aaron Rodgers post over on Facebook that I put up on tw- uh, February 24th, which just drew the ire of so many people. So many people. And as a matter of fact, that post got looked at over a half a million times. That post alone did. Uh, that post generated, I don't know how much when it came to whatever they call the analytics uh, over on, on Facebook fan page, but the analytics, that, that thing drew a ton of views. And people were pissed. 
How can you say that about Aaron Rodgers? You don't know what's going on, and you haven't heard that. It, it drew 553,126 people responded to that. Over a half a million people. And the majority were pissed. He's not going for the highest paid. He knows better. He's, now what? If you're one of those people that were so pissed and so convinced that he wasn't going to do that, and all we've heard since then is highest paid player, and closing in on 50 million bucks. If that's what it ends up being, don't worry about calling me up and going, hey, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't care about that. Do you then get mad? Or do you then say, you know what? In Goody we trust, in Russ Ball we trust, let's move on. I still think anything over 13% of the team's total salary cap in the next two years, this team is not making it to a Super Bowl. That's the magic number for me. And we went through this last week for the quarterbacks over the last decade and the percentage of money they made uh, regarding the salary cap of their team. And the majority was 10, 10% or less. I think at one point, somebody had 12, it might have been Brady that had 12, but nothing was over, was over 12 and a half. So does it if say it gets to 14, 15, 16%, do you then do you then look at it and go, well, who cares? What are you doing? Sure there's a shot, but you know you're already it's kind of like it's kind of like being in a pool and saying swim to the other side. You know you can do it, but oh by the way, we're going to tie your hands behind your back. You can kick your legs and you're still probably going to get there. But it's it makes it a lot harder. A lot harder. Uh, David says, I know some people aren't going to like this, but I just say let Rodgers go. Move on. He's just a selfish person and extremely self-centered. That's from David over on the Bud Light live stream. 877-867-1670. We're going to hear more coming up here in about the next 15 minutes. Uh, Matt LaFleur going to be taken to the podium down in Indianapolis at the Combine. We're going to hear from the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. I'm sure he's going to field more and more questions. By the way, the Broncos, their head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, might be, um, they said, green in his new position, but he showed enough uh, veteran poise to parry the first quarterback specific questions that he received yesterday all about Aaron Rodgers. He said, I'm just happy to be a Bronco right now. When he was asked over and over again about Aaron Rodgers, we're going to evaluate, evaluate everything as we go. But the team's quarterback situation, something Hackett was tasked with fixing when he was hired, appears to be a big part of the evaluation process to this point. Just a few weeks shy of the start of free agency, or in Broncos terms, the quarterback acquisition period. He said, I think it's always a priority, according to their general manager. Uh, it's the most important position in sports. And so we're always looking. We do have Drew Locke under contract. They have Ripian, but we're always looking and we're going to leave no stone unturned to find that guy. We know we need better play out of the quarterback position, and so we're going to be aggressive. Patton used the word aggressive multiple times during his session with the media, by the way. Uh, so we're always going to be aggressive, but we're going to be disciplined. Uh, and then it goes on from there. But they got hit with question after question after question when it came to asking are you going after Aaron Rodgers? Said, we're always willing to move up. We're always willing to move back. So we do have the flexibility. We like that flexibility. 
Uh, talked about that flexibility in case Rodgers or some other big-name quarterback who was thought to possibly be available just aren't going back to the draft. But there's always the draft route, yes. Uh, but he was asked and drilled over and over again. They just wanted to back off of the Aaron Rodgers discussion. They kept being you know, peppered by it. But they did a pretty good job of fending it off. But it's clear that everybody seems to think that the Broncos – are going to be the landing spot. Speaking of quarterbacks, so Bruce Arians, he was uh, asked some questions. Uh, it's been about a month since Tom Brady retired, and there's a lot of people that are skeptical skept- that he's actually done playing football. Um, and Brady, much like Rodgers, kind of has a little drama in him. He'll stoke the flames every now and then. So uh, with speculation swirling that Brady may want to play for a team that's not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, head coach Bruce Arians was asked his thoughts while speaking to the media. Specifically, he was asked if the Buccaneers would be willing to accommodate Brady in the event that he does not want to play for them, that he would like to go play for another team. Arians, Arians responded bluntly, nope, bad business. Accommodate, in this instance, appears to refer to letting Brady out of his contract. While he's technically retired, Brady has still a year remaining on his deal that would keep him under control for the next season in the event of a comeback. And Arians was asked, would they accommodate Brady if he wants to go somewhere else and play? Arians simply said, nope, that's bad business. That's it. So Brady's not going anywhere either. It's either Tampa Bay or nobody. That's it. Interesting stuff. We're about 15 minutes away from Matt LaFleur. Hang in there. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. We continue on. On this uh, Wednesday, in which we're a little bit of everything, I guess, is what we're going to get. Possibly a rain-snow mix as you take a look outside as the snow continues to melt and the uh, the puddles continue to recede on the patio out back. As, uh, you know, not, not much in the way of wind either. It's not a bad day. Just kind of cloudy, a little overcast. And uh, hopefully uh, whatever rain there is washes away the remainder of the snow, although... Regardless, I guess uh, over the weekend we're supposed to get uh, some rain, possibly even a thunderstorm. But God knows we need the precipitation, that's for sure. We'll see. Uh, this is uh, from uh, a emoji over on Twitter that says, Brady takes a year off and then goes to the 49ers. Does Brady come back at the age of 45? Does he really? Would he really come back at the age of forty-five? I mean, I know the guy doesn't look a day older than what he, what he was when he came into the league. But, but does he come back at the age of forty-five? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think uh, I think he's done. I think he's done. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to. Uh, Give us a shout by all means. Uh, go ahead and do so. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I'm trying to read a couple things over in the Bud Light live stream that aren't necessarily making sense to me. Meanwhile, the Major League Baseball um, 
lockout continues. Uh, Wilson Contreras of the Cubs, along with some of his teammates, weighed in on the decision to cancel the first week of the regular season due to the lockout. Um, Contreras wrote in an Instagram post, they never wanted to start on time. They studied, planned, and executed what they wanted to do with the 2022 season. They were never into a good-faith negotiation. A lot of players have reacted. It's been flooding in after the commissioner, Rob Manfred, announced that uh, they are canceling the first two series of the regular season for the first time since the 1994-95 player strike. And this has now happened on Manfred's watch. The cancellations came after the self-imposed deadline for a new labor deal. It passed yesterday. Um, Union leaders, by the way, voted unanimously to reject the league's last offer, which had substantial gaps on key issues in negotiations with the players. Um, Cubs outfielder Jason Hayward weighed in in a lengthy Instagram post, said they continue to make offers they know were in the players' best interest to refuse hoping both sides could continue to disagree and that they would get their end goal, their goal of delaying the start of the season. Marcus Stroman as well took aim at Manfred on Twitter, and uh, he called him Man Clown, not Manfred, and said Manfred's got to go Man Clown. Ian Happ said, consider becoming a barista. Until baseball is back, we have coffee to get you through the doldrums according to the roasters. Uh, Clint Frazier said, I think I might be, it might be time to apply for a job at McDonald's. Everybody said I'd be working there anyway. And Anthony Rizzo said to the fans, we will miss you the most. To the younger generation of baseball players, this is for you. And then Manfred went on to say, after the fact, after the nine straight days of negotiation of Florida, the players' union heading back to New York after Tuesday's meetings, With a travel period, the earliest negotiations could then continue would even be Thursday. And the regular season is now going to start no sooner than April 8th. And the union has said they will push for any lost games to be rescheduled and or receive back pay. So now the union is like, no, 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 no. You're not even negotiating in good faith. We're not giving up any money. They want money for games that are not being played. I don't know who to believe, but this is a mess. This is a mess, period. It really is. Uh, Coming up here in about five minutes, uh, we are expecting Matt LaFleur to come to the podium, so we should be uh, breaking here in a minute. Uh, By the way, uh, Phil says the MLB uh, makes me angry that they are fighting for these younger players to get more money. If the luxury tax would have to go back uh, to the team and not the stadium updates, that would increase salaries, uh, the playoffs, and how the luxury tax to uh, smaller market teams is used is the biggest issue that I feel. Um, I think there's a couple of issues. First of all, I agree with you because of what Tampa, Florida, and some of the smaller market teams did by taking the money and putting it into um, stadiums and such and back payments. Rather than put, I what was supposed to be that that revenue share. The revenue share was supposed to go into additional player personnel to kind of boost you up to be able to go get a free agent 
or to build up your scouting system or to help you get additional players, not to go back to debt coverage. And that's what some of the teams used it for. And that's where the grievance came into play. There were four teams specifically that uh, the players had issues with. I know the Marlins were one of them. I know Tampa Bay was one of them. I can't remember who the other two were, but it doesn't matter. It was that they felt that that money was supposed to be used for the players, for player development, and to put better teams on the field for a more competitive balance. Uh, The Oakland A's, thank you, Ben. The Oakland A's were part of that as well. And instead, it went into debt service for some of the other things that they had going on. And the players have a, a reason to complain about it. I completely agree with that. Now, on the other hand, saying that you want a floor, a salary floor, completely understandable. But then not turning around and saying, we need a salary cap, that's shooting your yourself in the foot. Because if then indeed you have a salary cap, you see what's going on in, in the NFL. You're not having the same teams get to the Super Bowl every year. You're not having the same teams in the postseason every year. You're, you're, it's, it's, it's doing what it's supposed to do. It is keeping things. Now, you do have certain teams that have great quarterbacks that as long as you keep decent talent around them, you're still going to find yourself to the postseason. You're still going to be a contender. But every year is not the same teams. And now that, well, quite frankly, Tom Brady is not with the Patriots anymore, you don't have that to worry about. Now it's going to be either Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. It's going to be teams with good good quarterbacks. And the NFC has certainly been a myriad of performance, but that's what Major League Baseball is lacking right now. And for a, a team like the Brewers to be doing what they're doing, that means you have to have really good management up top, really good talent evaluation. You have to have homegrown talent to be able to afford to do what you're doing. 877-867-1670. When we come back, hope to hear from Matt LaFleur. Should be going to the podium. That's coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Friends at Newmel Medical, they've been uh, dealing with uh, the problem, if you will, of uh, erectile dysfunction for a long time. As a matter of fact, they're the originals at uh, working with this, working with guys. 98% success rate. They have a 98% success rate at treating guys with ED. So uh, get a hold of our friends over at Newmel Medical. Uh, call them, uh, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. They'll give you the consultation. Let you know what your needs are. Or if it comes to low T, just go and get your numbers checked. That's it. If you're kind of sluggish, moody, brain fog, you know, over the age of 30, getting tired, like right in the middle of the day, and you know you got some good sleep, so you can't figure it out why. Just feel tired and sluggish all the time. Could be low T, low testosterone. Get that checked out. Or maybe, just maybe, it's the all-in-one weight loss program that you seek. You're looking for uh, muscle tone. You're looking for weight loss. You're looking to just get ready for a T-shirt season. All you got to do is check out our friends at New Mill Medical, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mill Medical Center. Again, 414-455-4451, and, uh, and they can help you out. Can't do anything if you don't call, though. Just tell you that right now. Can't do anything if you don't call, but uh, nevertheless, all you got to do is, uh, is check them out. Uh, we're waiting for Matt LaFleur. 
And as soon as Matt, uh, Matt LaFleur takes to the, uh, takes to the uh, podium, we will let you know, and uh, we'll get uh, dip into that. And then after the top of the hour, we're going to get the reaction uh, to what he had to say. Uh, we should be uh, joined at some point by Mike Clemens, our guy on the ground in Indianapolis. So we'll uh, give you the update there coming up shortly as well. 877-867-1670, and uh, we'll get to Matt at any moment here. So as soon as he pops on, uh, we'll be we'll be going to the podium. So uh, a couple other things. I, I got an email here. And uh, this is from uh, Jimmy, uh, our buddy Jimmy. He said, oh, by the way, I wanted to let you know I want I, two things. Uh, our buddy Jimmy Shapiro says that uh, they've got the odds right now. The Badgers are 33-1 to 1 to win it all. Thir- well, excuse me. No, no, I take that back. 30, it, they went from 33-1 to 1 to 80-1. to 1. Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona, Duke, uh, Auburn, Baylor, Kansas, Purdue, Villanova, Texas Tech, Illinois, UCLA, Arkansas, Houston, Tennessee, Connecticut, Alabama, Providence, Ohio State, Texas, Iowa, LSU, St. Mary's, then Wisconsin are the odds to win it all in the NCAA tournament. I think it's I think that's a little bit outside looking in. Michigan State right after them, then USC, then Marquette, then Loyola, and then Memphis. Uh, Matt LaFleur heading to the podium. Let's uh, dip into that right now. Uh, just first and foremost, a great person. But I, I, I would say that I recognized it pretty early. I mean, this guy's been doing it at a high level for a really long time. He's just a great person, great team guy, great communicator. Uh, brings a lot of energy to, to the staff, to the team. And I think he's going to do a great job. Yeah, well, first of all, he's a whiz on PowerPoint and all that, and um, he's got some of the most epic presentations I've ever seen. So I I think the guys there, the staff, the players are going to be very excited when they see him. My excitement level or the fans' excitement level? Uh, No, I think it's going to be great. It's great for our game. I think uh, it'll, it'll be great to see, hopefully, a, a ton of Packers jerseys over there. It's it'll be my third time going over there. So typically what you see is you see every team represented there, and, and hopefully that day we'll see a lot of uh, green and yellow. Well, I think you just going through that process is so beneficial. I know, you know, like the first time going over there, not really sure what you're getting into. And then uh, when I was with Tennessee the following year after L.A., we went and we kind of followed the same format, left Thursday after practice. So um, it'll be new for most of our guys. Obviously, we're the, the only team that hasn't gone over there. So, um, But I think just going through everything, being a part of that process will, will hopefully give us an advantage. You know, it definitely made me think twice. So this might be my... Uh, my last appearance here, so take advantage of it. No, I wouldn't say it changes our scheme. It does not change our philosophy. Certainly, you've got to integrate the new new pieces into it, and 
you know, teach these guys what you want. And uh, but we're very, very confident that we've got guys that are ready to do that. And we'll really dive into this stuff. I would say starting next week, kind of, kind of going through all our self scout. And um, right now, our guys are are more focused on free agency, on the draft process. And so it'll be good to get everybody back in the office next week and, and really dive into our scheme. Well, I think you just look at the guy's experience. He's got a such a proven track record. Uh, in my opinion, he should be a, a head coach in this league. I thought just the job he did in uh with the Raiders last year was unbelievable and you know getting a chance to be around him and and get to know him it's it's not a secret as to why guys love being around him love playing for him uh I can tell that he's going to demand a lot from our guys but he also cares so much just about everybody he's working with so we're super excited to have a guy like that um again his his track record I, I would say it speaks for itself and i think you know we're gonna all benefit from learning from him uh, it's absolutely paramount um if if you're not gonna block and you're gonna have a hard time getting on the grass so i think that's that's where it starts and I would say that it's not typically a, a talent thing. It's more of a, a, a willingness, a want to, a desire to be great and and be well-rounded. And I think uh, that's something that I learned early on in this league, watching guys like in Houston with Andre Johnson. He was, you know, one of the premier, if not the best receiver in the league. And to watch how he would go out there and compete down in and down out, whether it's run or pass, um, that really kind of, set the standard in my mind of, of what it looks like and I think we we've done a pretty good job for the most part just stressing that importance the all 11 mentality because I'd say a lot of times that you see these big explosive runs these touchdown runs I mean the receivers are an integral part of that they're they're making key blocks down the field and it it's all about that effort that they play with I thought we mixed him in a decent amount last year, but uh, apparently not enough. Um, no, he's he is a premier back. We're, we're we're fortunate. We've got two number one backs, and they both offer a little bit something different. But the one thing that I love about both of those guys is they're obviously they can run the football um, at a very high level, but just their contributions in the passing game, whether it's in the you know in protection, whether it's receiving out of the backfield whether it's lining them out wide i think both of those guys are are very versatile and um you know that that's an important part to our offense certainly i think you felt the effects of when we lost aj in that playoff game i mean we, we were missing a little something there so um no we're super excited about both those guys and and i think aj is just kind of scratching the surface of what he can become There's so many things. I don't know where to start, but I would tell you that, again, it, 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 all, it all starts with the type of person that you're getting. And, I mean, he's a super loyal dude, great family man, cares about everybody he's around. Uh, his players feel that. I think he's extremely detailed. He's a really hard worker. 
um, always brings great ideas to the table, a great communicator, brings, a, again, a lot of energy. And um, certainly we're going to miss him, but um, I think Chicago definitely got a real guy um, down there. And I think it's, it's a matter of time before he's standing up at this podium as, as a head coach. Yeah, well, ultimately, there's only one happy team at the end of this. Unless you're hoisting that Lombardi trophy, everybody's disappointed. So I think we've done a lot of great things. Um, certainly haven't accomplished the ultimate goal, and, and we're not going to rest until we do that. And then if we're able to do that, then it's you kind of flip the script, and it's on to the next year. So uh, we're always going to chase that, that goal. That, that is the number one goal. And um, But we're going to take it the same way we always do and it's one day at a time one one game at a time and I know these local guys are probably rolling their eyes right now because they've heard me say it a million times but I really do believe in that that process I think let's do this we're going to step away uh, we'll pull out of this real quick and we'll come back to it after the top of the hour Matt LaFleur talking to the media live at the Combine down in Indianapolis final hour of the Bill Michaels show this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Nice Ash go to 323 West Main Street downtown Waukesha Go to TheNiceAsh.com. TheNiceAsh.com. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.